Welcome to Chatting with Sherry. Today we welcome our Xena fan panel. We're going to be talking about Xena. We're going to talk about what it means to us, uh, how exciting it is that it's lasted this long, and really cool things like that. It's going to be a fun time, so listen in. Welcome, my Xena people. <laughs> Hello. How, how are you all doing? And good. Lovely, good. lovely. Just fine, nice. thank you. Pretty good. Good. Um, so we're going to start by basically having each of you introduce yourselves. Um, just tell a little bit how you know how you became a fan of Xena and, and you know when or something like that. Just. Just a little bit about you, too, okay? Um, first up, uh, hi, Ariel, you're going to go first. <laughs> you're the first oh, on my man. screen. <laughs> hi, guys. So, I'm Ariel. Um, yeah. You might know me from some of Sherry's radio plays that we do. Um, but we, we met through Xena, actually. <laughs> um, I became a fan in... 2008 which seems like a very long time ago and not so very long ago at the same time um I found out about the show on YouTube I was just watching random videos and something about Xena popped up and I was like "Ooh, this looks like a cool show so I went on Netflix and the whole series all six seasons was on there so I just started watching and from the first episode I was hooked that's great (laughs) pretty much um and Erin, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Erin Bruland in San Diego, and I am married to Ariel. And uh, we have quite the story. I was first introduced to Xena in 1995 because I was watching TV at home one day, and I'm dating myself now. And... Um, <laughs> The commercial came on of this really colorful, um, exciting-looking commercial for a new show coming up, and all kinds of stuff I'm into with the the warriors and the the epic scenes, and it ends with starring Lucy Lawless, and I'm like, Lucy Lawless? What kind of name is that? said, Xena premiering this September, and I was like, whoa, what is that? That's cool. I want to see that. So I was fortunate enough to see the show when it first aired, got hooked, and um, been a fan ever since. Um, I think around 1997, I found out they were doing the first Xena and Hercules, they called it by then, convention. Um, went to that. was amazing. I got to meet Kevin Smith Aww. hanging out at the bar of the hotel. Um and was really geeking out and just shy, but he was very sweet, and I got to get a picture with him and just say hello. Um, I I didn't get to meet Lucy and Renee until 
13, 14. And that's when um, I met Ariel at a Xenocon in Burbank, just by chance. And um, now we're married and very happy. And uh, with two kitty cats. A, a couple of Xenite dorks with two kitty cats. And uh, yeah, we're really, really um, praying that the convention this December happens so we can actually meet our heroes as wives, um, which is probably a cliche in the Xenite community, but you know, <laughs> Absolutely. We, we want to make that dream come true. And so I hope that happens, but yeah. Well, so that's, we don't know. Um, okay. Next will be uh, Jan. Hey, hi. Hey, I'm Jan. And uh, yeah, I was a Xana fan from way back, way back when, back in the 90s also, uh, dating myself. Um, so basically, my friend Vicky and I used to go to bars at the time. <laughs> and we used to do our Xena calls and um, used to get kicked out of many bars. Um, anyway, so, uh, <laughs> but other than that, uh, you know, I've been, uh, I've been a fan of Xena Xena forever. And, um, but recently, what, what brought me to the Xena cons wasn't until... Uh, around 2012, 2013, um, I was on Twitter at the time and was doing uh, some Xena, uh, like, like, you know, and what's it called? Uh, like reenacting Xena parts and whatever with other Xena fans. And, uh, and that's what brought me to the cons, basically. And then I, I met, like, a wonderful world of uh, the Xenets or the... Uh, best people in the world I, I have friends in australia and brazil and you you name it czechoslovakia london uh so but uh yeah it's a wonderful family of people and i uh really really enjoy enjoy the fan base and um uh, but i have a dog named xena uh yellow lab and i have a uh cat named zelda the magnificent so uh but we're uh sitting here and they're looking at me so but anyways okay so but yes so that's all i got to say so. okay um, thank you. Uh, okay, uh, Sandra, you go next. Okay, um, actually I'm Carpe, but, but Facebook took my name away. Yeah, and, Carpe. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have been a fan since I saw Access Hollywood with Liz Friedman talking about gays in Hollywood. And they had the kissing scene where Zena's dead kissing Gabrielle, and I thought, hmm, this looks promising. So in that day and age, I started going to yard sales and kept finding tapes. Remember those? And then I gradually, gradually got more into it, more into it. And the first convention I went to was in New Jersey, and I taught 42 years, and that was the first graduation I missed. So I finally got my priorities right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much... That's pretty much to me. Okay. Um, Jay? Um, hi, I'm Jay. I'm of the vintage of the people who became fans back in 1995 when the show first came out. So at that time, I was, of course, a fan of the show, went to conventions, was also a fanfic writer. And then after the show ended, um, my interest in the fandom waned considerably. I just had other things to do. But why am I here today? Uh, I'm near retirement now, and I'm thinking about what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I decided I wanted to get into voice acting. And so I took acting classes, and 
found out that, you know, I, you need to be able to tell stories. You need to be able to um, tell stories either from the web or actually books or whatever. And I recognized, you know, I have all these stories left over my hard drive from, you know, 1995 to about 2001 and decided to get back into the fandom. And I was surprised to find the fandom is still very much alive today. So instead of writing fan fiction, I now either read it or I edit those who are reading it. Um, I'm working with Mary D. I'm on Sherry's Playhouse, so I get to act a little bit as well as to edit. So I'm back in the fandom in a different way. It's very exciting to be creative again. Cool. Um, and Joy. Hi, I'm Joy. Um, I've been a fan of Xena um, since I was a kid, but uh, I was kind of like, I guess, too little to... Uh, to just have finished the whole thing, but I got back on it in 2012. And the funny thing was, I was over at a friend's house and we were watching Spartacus. And there was uh, this woman with red hair and kind of pale skin. And I said to my friend, I think I'll never forget it. I said, you know what? That, that kind of looks like Lucy Lawless. And uh, I, sorry, I said, you know, that kind of looks like Xena. And she said, um, because that's Lucy Lawless. And I go, who's Lucy Lawless? <laughs> so we had a good laugh. <laughs> and uh, I worked at the li- at a library at the time, so I ended up uh, ordering the DVDs uh, of Xena and uh, just starting from the very beginning, and uh, I was just completely hooked. Um, I watched it with my buddy Jeff uh, at the time. We, we just binged it from season one to season six. And I, I was so enthusiastic of just absorbing as much content as I could. I ended up just finding my way into the fandom. And like um, the previous person said, the, the fandom is very, very much alive even now. And it's, it's just um, a reflection of just how amazing the show really was and how much impact it had on people. Um, and uh, I ended up uh, just really, really wanted to go to a Xena convention. I thought, my God, this is the last one because <laughs> they kept uh, they kept saying that. And I, I thought I had just missed my chance because it was uh, back in January 2012. Um, but I uh, I was really excited to find out that that wasn't the last one. <laughs> so I saved um, as much money as I could. Uh, I went with my friend in 2013, um, and I actually, I ended up meeting my wife um, through the fandom. So uh, she was, uh, I was in the U.S., and she was in Europe, so we actually ended up meeting right before the con, and we went to the con 2013 together, and that was really sweet, and we're still together. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but... uh, the Xena and, and you know the fandom is, is very special to me and especially since it, it brought me and my wife together. It's interesting that uh, Xena brings so many people together. Mine's a little different story. Mine is, well, I was bored. I was laying on my couch, I was flipping channels and it was basically the end of the show but I was just really attracted to the sweet friendship between these two women. And it was actually the end, uh, no, it was, it was, I think it was like the middle of Harlots, where uh, she was talking about, 
being a princess and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, this is really sweet. And I didn't really realize what it was about. I just thought it was sweet. So I started watching it and realized it was... I guess I really liked it because there were so many things they did. They did comedy. They did slapstick. They did searing drama. They did melodrama. They did musicals. I just was fascinated and how talented everybody was. And um, I lived in L.A. at the time, so the conventions were kind of easy. And it was at the first uh, convention that I went to was... A, the convention wasn't horrible, but there was no way that I could move through it. It was at some place in Santa Monica. And um, I mean, if, if you, you had to stake a seat and that you couldn't sit you, you, and you got to keep walking in order to hear people. It, anyway, they, after that, they moved it to Pasadena and I was much happier. Um, <laughs> and that's when I started really enjoying it and getting into the conventions and writing fan fiction and fan fiction led to books and books led to... <laughs> Books led to Sherry's Playhouse and Chatting with Sherry because of um, advice given to me by Stephen Sears. Um, so, Zena means a lot to me. <laughs> Gave me my career. <laughs> Hello there, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. This is Stephen L. Sears. <laughs> uh, some of you know me. I was one of the writers and producers on Xena. I was uh, very fortunate to have been involved with that particular show. And uh, thank you, Sherry, for allowing me a chance to just kind of give a shout out to some of the fans. I understand you're having a discussion about the show, which I find to be amazing. We have been off the air for over 20 years. And look at this. Look at this. The fandom is still strong. The passion is still there. Uh, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know, my, my resume goes back um, quite a ways before Zena. I've worked on a lot of shows, but I have to tell you, there is nothing like the fandom uh, for this particular TV series. Xena uh, changed my life as well, um, just by getting to know you guys. I have never seen a fandom that is more passionate, more imaginative and creative and charitable. And I mean really charitable. Xena fans reach out to each other in need and they reach out to others in need and this is not to you know disparage any other fandoms or other fandoms which are also very strong and very charitable but you guys are just freaking amazing and you humble me you truly do i just am i'm honored uh to be associated with you guys and you've kept our show alive you kept the spirit of the show alive uh, to the point that it's really not about the show anymore it's about the fandom it is about the fans. I've said before that if we continue to have conventions and none of the writers or producers or directors or actors even showed up at the conventions, you guys would still do this. In fact, I think you guys still are doing this. So, you know, bless you all for that. Uh, again, Sherry, thank you for this opportunity to say hi to everybody. And so uh, I'm going to uh, pop out of here right now, but everybody stay safe. Remember to love each other and uh, let's keep the passion going. All right. Thanks a lot. Everybody take care now. Bye-bye. Was that the Pasadena convention in 2001, Sherry? Yeah. Yeah, that was like the big final like convention before the show actually went off the air. I remember it was like 
was massive. Like there were so many people and it was, there was so much hype and people were actually walking around with clipboards, having us sign petitions for a season seven. And it was just really crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, The thing is, is that um, I thought, I I thought Kevin Smith was just a sweetheart. Um, he was on stage and he kind of reminded me of my brother, the way he talked to everybody. And he was just friendly and sweet and gentle. And I was devastated when he passed because nobody deserved a big, huge career more than him because he was really super talented and he was sweet and he was a good guy and he was a family man. And just that's, if I remember right, that was the last convention he was at, right? I think so because, um... I happened to be watching like reruns on some channel, I think Oxygen or a channel that's not even on the air anymore that, and, and during the commercial break, it just had a real brief, like little picture saying, you know, rest in peace, Kevin Smith. And I was just like, what? And back then there wasn't all the social media like there was. So, um, it was just really shocking. And, uh, yeah. Um, it was just, all... he, he was so young. So... You never would have expected it. You know, yeah, I don't think he was even forty. No, he, I know he was forty, but I, he, I think he was forty. Oh. Yeah, I think he was actually forty. Oh, was he? He yeah. just turned okay. But yeah, but he was really young, and he had a he had a family, and uh, thank God for Lucy. So Lucy raised money for um, Kevin. And she created a foundation for his family, and I think that's really remarkable. Yeah, it, it, it really shows how much the community within New Zealand was really tight amongst the actors. Um, there aren't that many of them. And uh, the fact that she was able to raise money to help Kevin's family, I think, is, is really showing that. Yeah. And he's got a lot. He's, I think he had four children, so it's a big deal. Did any of his children go into acting after like their dad did? I don't know. I've never heard of any. Does anybody know? Carpe? I haven't heard. I, I did see a, a photograph of, of his son, and he looked a lot like his dad around the same age. Yeah. Very handsome guy. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, he, Kevin was a very handsome guy, so that makes sense. Hi, this is Alexandra Tidings. And uh, I am an actress. I once played a character called Aphrodite on the TV show Xena Warrior Princess. And I just wanted to express my gratitude to each of you for being who you are. Um, Xena people are like just some of the most fun, funny, soulful people that I've had the good fortune to meet. So thank you for that. And I hope you have an excellent day. And, uh, you know, let love rule. Okay, peace. Are there any um, actors from the show that you would like to meet that you haven't met yet? I would have loved to have met Kevin, obviously. Uh, And um, I never did get to meet Carl but before he became really big, but I know Aaron got to meet him at one of the conventions. I'm super jealous. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I've been fortunate enough to meet pretty much all of the main cast and um, supporting cast over the years that gone. So um, 
I'm just hoping I get to see them all again, you know, when hopefully the world gets back to normal soon. But, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing everyone again. Yeah. Yeah, I want to give everybody a hug. Yeah, the community. I mean, so uh, I'm hoping, I really hope that they cancel the con till next year. Yes. But, yes, for sure. Was, um, <laughs> I mean, maybe, well, I don't know. So, I, I mean, I'd like to see, see my Australian, you know, fan base and Brazil. I know, Brazil. I know what you mean. And I'm like, <laughs> together in the community of, of Xena. So it's like, yeah, so... Uh, was coming in from London, they they couldn't make it because of the COVID. And I mean, just you know, just craziness. So, what is your favorite part of a convention? Is it um, listening to the big stars, or is it meeting your friends, or is it a combo? Mm, the after parties. Yes. <laughs> meeting my friends, like you know, just, or meeting new people, like just meeting anybody. So. uh you know, I do enjoy it. When I first started the cons, I enjoyed listening. Like, I was, like, so intense of listening to the actors and every, you know, every word they said. And, and we, which is still good, which is still good. But, but it's just, like, now it's, like, I really go to meet the people, my friends that, that go there that I don't see all the time from, you know, around the United States. And, like I said, I was hoping from other countries, too. But, you know, so, uh, but... Yeah, for me, for me, it's like the fan base. I, I really, really enjoy the fan base. So, mm-hmm. same here. I, I'd like to meet the people I've been interacting with um, mm-hmm. through the internet. And yeah. no, <laughs> and now that we have better technology, it's not just you know typing. We're actually talking to each other, and sometimes we can even see each other. But I cannot reach and touch and touch anybody, so no. it feels kind of weird. Well, I mean, I I'm looking forward to you know, when everything, it's never going to be normal, but at least safe. And that everybody can uh-huh. meet up and, and have fun and see all the people, all our friends and everything. Um, are you guys, um, how do you guys feel about, like, going to the con next year? Well, it would definitely be better next year because all the borders are closed still for other countries and most of our actors are in New Zealand. And <laughs> I just worry things are going to overlap like Xenonite Retreat or other conventions and everything else that keeps getting pushed. And I would re- be really devastated if something got double booked and we missed it completely. But there's so much unknown right now. I guess that's the anxiety. <laughs> all these events, but I don't care when it happens. I just want to be there and I want everybody else to be there. So whatever can make that happen, I'm cool with. Well, I don't know. I don't think the Xena retreat would double book with a Xena convention because when the people, the Xena retreat want to go to the Xena convention. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, I think they've already booked the dates for next year or, or at least the months, isn't it? I think it's supposed to be April next yeah. year. So. Actually, this year, when it got postponed last year because of COVID, they were it was postponed to April of this year, and then the Xenicon postponed their event to April of this year as well, but they were like a week apart. A week apart, yeah. Yeah, it would have been like oh. two weeks of just straight Xena. <laughs> 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 no pun intended. But, um, that would have yeah. been 
That wouldn't be bad. I mean, two weeks is dinner, but... Well, uh, getting the time off, though, for them would be just the hard part. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's it's it, And money and travel expenses and everything. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I understand. So, yeah. my next question is, is there... What do you think is the best part of Zena? My personal thing is the charities, all the money that was raised for all the different charities that they did. I would say how passionate the fandom is, even now, and the fact that it can attract younger people, another generation. Um, the timelessness of the, the stories that we, we all fell in love with. That's my favorite part. I would say how central and groundbreaking the show was for so many other shows and just how amazing it showed um, just the value of friendship and, and love. And and uh, I think it really shows in the community as well. Yeah, Lucy always said that when she and Renee worked on their scripts, that's what they were looking for, the love in every, every, every part of it. I remember she joked in the, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Not the coffee talks. The uh, some of the uh, <laughs> the episodes uh, when they would comment, uh, she'd say like, "Come on, Renee, give me a cuddle." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like their inner thing. <laughs> and like I said, at the end of the at the end of the twenty twenty con, uh, you know, Lucy asked if there was any new new people to the Xena, you know, fanfare and how many people raised their hands, like, you know, how many new people that it brought, you know, so uh, it's amazing um, that it goes on, you know, so it's, yeah, she's very alive and well, Zena's alive and well in the community and throughout the world, love her. That's the thing is that the, just because the, the convention didn't happen and they had that, uh, that big uh, TV thing that Aaron and, and um, Ariel took part in, um, that was a big deal. They had huge ratings. Uh, people wanted to see them. They wanted to see them. Com it was as close as we would get to a convention. Um, how do you feel about the what they did and, and how I thought it was wonderful? Because it was like, there's nothing else. Um, but how did you guys feel about that? <laughs> yeah, so they aired the show again on Sci-Fi during covid and i think it spiked a lot of new fans like i think at the next convention if it ever happens there will be a lot of new faces and that's really really cool yeah it's very enduring the show that's true that's true that's i found it on pluto uh pluto tv off of my fire stick i was like scrolling through and uh and there's xena was on like they had hercules first it had hercules and i thought they have Hercules. I wonder if they have Xena. And I'm like, I'm going through, and they had they had Xena on uh, Pluto TV. So, uh, yes, it's it's you know, getting on like more different stations now. So uh, it's interesting. Hey there, this is Robert Trevor, aka Salmonius, the traveling salesman, the guy who always had new schemes but didn't look at the fine print too carefully. And um, I mean, you know, for a while, I was a spokesperson for the International Rescue Committee, a uh, wonderful charity, because Salmonius always needed rescuing, usually from Xena and Gabrielle and, and Hercules. But, uh, wow, it's been like, what, 25 years? 
I think it's been like 10 years or so since I did the last uh, in-person con. Uh, hopefully everybody's healthy and well and safe and you're getting vaccinations. I know in California, um, <laughs> the, I think they're bribing people like with $110 million worth of gifts in a lottery. If you show your vaccination card, you have a chance to win, uh, you know, free sherbet or a ice cream cone or, you know, a car or something like that. So uh, I'm going back to the movies. I'm seeing a couple of movies today inside in a movie theater. Uh, and I'm going to some drive-ins with my wife. So I hope everybody is healthy and well. Uh, if you want to find out some of what I've been doing, go to roberttreber.net. You can see some fun stuff there and some clips. And uh, look, everybody, just be appreciative that we're here and that it's, we're in better shape than we were last year, and it will continue to be getting healthier. And uh, everybody have some fun, okay? Have a great time. Does any of you buy memorabilia? Are you guys kind of into that market? So Ariel just pointed at me like, it's your turn to talk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, when we actually first met or, like, met up, I think, in 2014 to actually, like, hang out at the con, like, right when you get your badges, like, I go to the merch booth and I'm just literally filling a bag with DVDs and blankets and like, mugs. I was like, wow, she buys a lot of like, stuff. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm an avid collector of all things pop culture anyways but yeah i have a lot of really cool um stuff from the old catalogs i've got the statues i've got the old key ring chakram that i still have i have my original chakram necklace i've got the letter opener that was like a free gift when you bought the like box set of the vhs tapes so I, uh, I've got like the action figures. I, I've got. I married a true collector. I've so got a very at home here. <laughs> I've got a treasure trove of like really cool Xena memorabilia. But when the when the copyright ran out, Davis Panzer had the fire sale, and they were getting rid of all the the Xena things. Not only swords, but T-shirts, the whole. So I really cleaned up then. Not that <laughs> I did I miss clean. this? I you had to know the lady. <laughs> you know, but they, I mean, they just got rid of everything, Xena, because the copyright, you know, which is why I think in the um, advertisements for this con, nobody is in a Xena outfit. Huh. Huh. They're all in civvies. Look at the pictures of them. So I wonder how much are they, is creation willing to buy the rights for three days or how are they going to work? anything with Xena on being sold at this convention. That's a big part of any convention. I, I've never been to a convention where I didn't want to buy stuff. But what the pictures, look at the pictures that Creation is putting on their website. Not one person in a Xena outfit. Hmm. Not That's, a Xena outfit, but, you know, character, character outfit. That is odd. I remember one of the early conventions, there was a guy that dressed up like her. Yeah. And from behind, you couldn't tell. I remember the construction workers whistling at him, <laughs> and he loved it. <laughs> yeah, it I was, awesome. It was awesome. I remember him too. Who knows what kind of legal um, contract stuff goes on behind the scenes? That that part always kind of turns me off. With like, you know, stuff like that. You know, I just like to enjoy the fandom and the show, and you know, not worry about. The reason I don't think they'll cancel and possibly reschedule is because all of our money is getting interest. Probably true. That's yeah, that is true. 
I had heard that before. And also, there's some kind of legal thing that in order for them not to get into some kind of legal trouble, they have to wait to a certain point before they reschedule. Mm. I, that's what I heard last time. I don't know. But that's and it's, it's, a, it's a statute in California, maybe other places, but definitely, because that's why, um, well, exactly what you said about canceling, refunding, why they waited so long before they kindly, finally canceled the first time. So there's all kinds of legalese they have to go through to cancel. I just want it to be there, but you, we'll see what happens. Okay, um, my last question is about, um, now, you guys are in fandom. Are you all fan fiction readers? And uh, is there a favorite um, uh, fan fiction you love? Also, is there a favorite um, Uber or book that you love that uh, came from an author who had graduated to uh, being published? Anything like that? For me, it was L.J. Moss. Oh, yeah. Um, the whole Conqueror series. I just am all over it. And uh, and when then when Cass did the uh, the audio for that, and she's still, you know, uh, she did the audio for a lot of Xena and Ubers, and she she has a website up with some that she has read as well, and she's she's amazing. Um, that was. That was for me like really cool. I ended up just downloading them because I loved them so much. <laughs> she got me into them a lot. But L.J. Moss, uh, God rest her soul. Um, yeah. She's she was an amazing writer with the Conqueror series. It's my favorite. I, I love Vivian Darkbloom. Anybody else? Vivian Darkbloom. Oh. oh yes, yes. She I think the. the I'm sorry. Go on. Well, she had the quintessential Mo and Jen stories, in my opinion. I think the first fan fiction I wrote or read was Sherwood. It was a two-part Robin Hood Uber. Mm-hmm. And then I moved on to Missy and Moss. And I just to read about everything. No van, you name it, I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Missy Good and Mary D. Um, they're both my favorites. Um, I actually, uh, Missy and I were in touch on, um, I don't remember how, but we were in touch. And when I went to a con and she was there and she, we, we talked and everything and she introduced me to her group of friends. Oh, here's a fellow fanfic writer. And all of a sudden all these people were like, Oh, who are you? And it was like, uh, she was very welcoming, but kind of scared me. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she's. I love Missy and I love Mary. Those are they. They've been like mentors to me. Hello, my loves. It's Adrian Wilkinson, um, Livia, and Eve from Xena Warrior Princess, which of course you know because this is a panel for Xena. So, so of course I have come to the right place. Um, I just want to give a shout out and send some love to you. I am so incredibly excited that there is still so much support in the world for this beautiful show and the community that we created. And uh, I just wanted to send some love and wish you well. Okay. Is there anybody that is on the other side that you like uh, production lists or 
Steve, TJ, Scott, or any of those people that you'd like to meet because you think what they do is really cool? <laughs> Probably Liz, Liz Friedman. Liz yes. Friedman, yeah. yeah. She was at one con because she set up a table out in the hallway. I'm not... I'm not sure if she was on stage or not. She probably was, but um, she was a hoot, and she's done all kinds of things before and since Zena. Yeah, she was at a con I was at. She was up there with Rob, and they were kidding each other about different scripts that they worked on together and stuff. Um, but I, I did see her on stage. Anybody else? Um, I might butcher the name, but Chris Mineham, I think. Oh, was, she's wonderful. She, she was like, she was right, wrote a lot of good episodes, I think, or was involved in a lot of many of the episodes with Rob. So um, I would love to pick her brain and, and talk to her about the show because she seemed really interesting, too. Yeah, I think she's cool. I do. I agree. Um, well, my other person I love is Steve Sears. He's always been another person who's been my backer, my friend, my person I go to to ask, should I do this? Am I crazy? And he said, it doesn't matter if you're crazy. Do it. <laughs> I love him at the con. He walks around. He makes everybody feel so welcome and, you know, like part of the family, you know, like. He treats everybody like he's known them all of his life, so it's it's nice. It, 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 when he, I first saw him at a con, I had no idea who he was. I thought I thought he was a photographer because he was going around taking everybody's picture. I had no idea he at that time he was executive <laughs> producer of Xena. I'm like, whoa. Um, um, but he he's just really nice, friendly, funny, wonderful. Yeah. And, yeah, if you wouldn't know, yeah, exactly. Like he was just there walking around taking pictures of people, and it's nice. He's a nice asset to the uh, to the cons. No. Um, okay, so does anybody have any final words for the show? It's really nice to hear people that I've seen on Facebook. It's it's been a great pleasure to do this, and uh, it'll kind of give you your fix being on this panel till the convention whenever we have it. So. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Sherry. Anybody else? Yes. No, I just want to give you a big thank you. I appreciate you inviting me to this. I loved hearing from everybody else. Thank you. Um, I have some special guest stars, and uh, you guys will hear them when the show broadcasts. So I just want to let you know. That's kind of cool, huh? (laughs) Okay, good. That's that's your surprise. That's That's your gift, and the gift to all the other fans. It's a, it's a nice little thing. You'll like it, I promise. <laughs> um, anyway, I want to thank you all for, for coming, and I really appreciate it. You, you guys are all wonderful, and want to everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, and thank you for chatting with Sherry. <laughs>